Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, John. Uh, we got your new earpieces in, and we're going to see how you sound. All right, let's give it a try. I got you really loud now, because you're even louder, and I put the second headphone in. So I'm adjusting John's levels as we're going, so don't yell at me, guys. Flying by the night. Flying by the night. All right. The weird thing is on this new, uh, the new uh, machine I have, uh, the volume goes counterclockwise, John. It messes me up every single time. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out which is the best here. So, but anyhow, how was your day? You excited about tomorrow, John? Yeah, tomorrow I've got a preview for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Uh... Working a short shift at car care and then heading over to Epcot for my preview. So, yeah, anticipating it. So, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, one, I started previews today. The one uh, guy that I've seen posting about it so far said it went down as he was the next one. But <laughs> apparently it went back up. So, he's, he's ready to get on it. Well, I'm excited to hear. Uh, I'm excited to hear about it, John. I think. Uh... I think you're going to enjoy it. I just hope you're not too old and uh, you make it through it alive. You know, I was kind of surprised. They, they're billing it as a family coaster, not as a uh, end, of the, end of your life thrill ride. So I'm thinking maybe it's a little tamer than we were anticipating. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah. I'm very... I'm skeptical, John. I'm, I'm scared that... Uh, I'm very scared that it... it you might not make it. So I'll be praying for you, John. I think I'll be up fine. I think I'll be fine. Okay. But uh, what time is that tomorrow, your cast preview? Uh, 3 to 3.30. Okay. So uh, we're going to try, if we can, to try to do something tomorrow on your uh, ride home. A quick preview and maybe drop another show for just for Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just a 15, 20-minute review of it really quick. 
Yeah, that'll work. Uh, what time do you think you'll be headed home? Uh, it should be about four. Okay, so uh, I'll try to get you. I should hopefully be able to be ready by like 4.30 if that's okay with you. Yeah, that should be fine. Okay, we'll shoot for 4.30 then. So anyhow, happy, happy, happy. We talked about Guardians of the Galaxy before Easter. So happy, happy, happy Easter to everyone. Hope everybody's having a wonderful okay. Sunday, Easter Sunday. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, happy, happy uh, Easter. Enjoy your uh, chocolate and candy covered eggs and all that good stuff. See, dude, uh, I got, I got two Disney gift cards. I just tweeted out. Brenda got me some Disney socks, I got, and a bunch of peanut butter. So Brenda knows me, oh, so well, I'm lying. Let me take this back. Brenda got me the Disney socks and a bunch of candy and different stuff. But mom and my sister-in-law, Donna, both got me Disney gift cards. So tell me my family don't know me very well, John. Hey, there you go. I bought a little bit of candy for JJ and Lisa last night, but we never have really uh, given gifts on Easter. So that's yeah, well, not, not a tradition that I've been to. So. Yeah, well, we already had dinner, actually. We had a brunch. We had uh, ham... Brenda made ham, homemade potato salad, homemade uh, pasta salad, and uh, some, uh, uh, what do you call it, steamed uh, grilled vegetables on the grill, and uh, it came out broiled vegetables, I mean, in the oven, which was very good. Uh, we ate around 12.30, which was nice. Now we'll just pick, uh, I'll pick at ham and potato salad the rest of the day. There you go. So, how was the bus today? Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, approaching 90 here all of a sudden, so uh, our uh, our fake little spring is over, and we're just running right into summer. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, no big issues. Uh, did some Animal Kingdom to uh, some uh, Old Key West and Disney Springs to Art of Animation in the afternoon. So there you go. So how much? Uh, how busy was it today? I bet you're ridiculous, huh? Uh, the places I went to, not that much, really. Uh, I mean, honestly, I was going to uh, Old Key West, and a lot of the vacation club properties, they drive. You know, I mean, if you if you own DVC here, you probably drive your car. So uh, Saratoga, and, uh, Saratoga sometimes is very crowded, but that's people because they, they park at Disney Springs, or either they're going to Disney Springs from a park, so I can get very crowded, but... I've never seen, except for maybe a closing, Old Key West, very crowded. Okay. Yeah, I just, I bet you the parks were mobbed today. Absolutely. Yeah, mobbed. I would imagine Magic Kingdom was, was always packed. So, And it's traditionally a day where you can uh, spot a couple of the rabbits from Disney folklore around out and about that you usually don't see. There was a rumor several years ago that even Roger Rabbit was out somewhere, but I still have yet to see him anywhere. I'd love to see Roger Rabbit. Uh, I wouldn't. I I would too, because I've never seen them there. So that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, a... I, I mean, I'd rather see Jessica Rabbit, but I'll settle for Roger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be both. Although I saw one of the costumes done for Jessica Rabbit, it was pretty scary. Oh, so okay. a little too much on the makeup. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Roger Rabbit was actually doing meet and greets. I think about six months after the movie came out in Epcot. So, but that's pretty cool. Okay. Well, I uh, like I said, uh, Roger's cool, but I'd rather see Jessica a little bit more. And dude, I have a dilemma here. 
Um, I have the, in the background, I got the NBA playoffs on. And it's the disgusting Brooklyn Ben Simmons Nets versus the horrible hatred of all time Boston Celtics. Who do I root for, John? Both teams can't lose. I want them both to lose. Yeah. How, can, how can that possibly happen? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that that's probably your two least favorite teams in the entire league, isn't it? Dude, they might be my two least favorite teams in the entire sports universe, period. I like I hate both these teams more than I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Let me put it to you that way, John. I, I guess uh, halfway route for uh, don't hate Boston as much as you hate the Knicks because Tommy uh, is a big Celtics. I don't think. Well, I hate Ben Simmons more than anything. I still can't believe this man, this man has set out an entire year, an entire year, and now his boo boo back still hurting him, and he might not play. He's he's shooting for game four or five. This this wuss just keeps pushing it back and back and back. It is just so sad. What I hope happens, I hope this series goes seven games and triple overtime every single game. That's what I'm shooting for. I want double, triple overtimes and a seven-game series for both these teams. That well, then be. whoever won would probably get their bus kicked in the next round. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And my Sixers played very well. And Tyrese Maxey, did you see they won by 20 last night? Ooh. Yeah, they uh, they put up. Tyrese Maxey scored 38 points in that game, John. That, that kid's good, man. That's a good start. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, playoffs is a different animal than the regular season. So everybody's back to 0-0 now. It all starts over. And basketball, uh, usually top four or five seeds have a shot. After that, not too not too often after that. not uh, You don't see many six, seven, eights. But top four or five, you got a shot. So, but anyhow. Yeah, but, well, speaking, speaking of sports, did you see uh, the USFL started yesterday? Yeah, I seen some of that. I I was telling my buddy, I, this USFL is nowhere near as good as the original USFL. The original, well, the original U. Yeah, I mean Herschel Walker signed in the original USFL. So yeah, yeah, well, I mean, he had some big names there. Well, what happened was when the original US, I was telling my buddy Joe, who's in my fantasy one, my two of my fantasy football leagues. And he's a little younger than us, John. He's in his early 40s, so he really didn't know what the USFL was really about. He heard of it, but never really watched it. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I was trying to explain to him that this USFL is kind of like a college team. It's it's like it's AAA baseball team for football. Is a lot of the guys are just almost good. At so anyhow, we lost you for three seconds. Uh, earbuds flying everywhere. John's on a really windy, bumpy, evil Knievel kind of road over here. But anyway, I was telling him about the USFL. I said, uh, today's USFL is like a, a AAA team. But I said, back when the USFL originally started, free agency really wasn't in the NFL yet. And there was they, they were able to compete because... Trump and the different owners had money and they actually bought like they outbid the NFL for the stars where they can't do that now. You know what I'm saying, John? They can't compete now. But the original USFL had Steve Young, Jim Kelly, Herschel Walker, Reggie White, and I can go on and on and on. There was so many players that actually went to the USFL instead of instead of the NFL, John, which 
made it a very good league where now it's kind of a probably when this season's over i bet you a handful of these guys will end up being on nfl rosters you know if they're going to do it this way and and it's going to be a minor league type uh setup i wish they would give cities like orlando uh a team instead of just putting them in the same places that already have teams you know i appreciate the fact that birmingham has one of these but you know i mean how about orlando and and, uh syracuse and and cities that don't have nfl teams that still love football you know what i mean Oh, 100 percent. Because well, we the reason we have the generals is is we really, New Jersey don't have a football team, John. We got the Jets and the Giants, both idiot teams playing our in our like this is how horrible our governor is, and they have been. Both those teams play in our state and call themselves the New York Jets and the New York Giants. Is that a bunch of bunkus or what, John? It, I've never figured it out. It, it, because our government is spineless here. I, I'd say, listen, you're getting no tax breaks and you're not playing there. Call One of the two should have had to change their names to New Jersey. It should be, And I think it should have been the Giants because the Jets are around longer. You know what I'm saying? Well, nah, the Giants yeah. were, they're both the same. The Giants were actually longer than the Jets. But one of the yeah, two teams yeah. should have to change their name. And, and it, they're both called the New York Giants, New York Jets, and they play in New Jersey, which is bull. <laughs> I mean, you do have Birmingham, which played, you know, last night, which uh, the Stallions, yeah. they are there, you know, and they have the Memphis Showboats, and we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it, John. It ain't like I'm going to go out of my way. I called my buddy Joe up, joking around. I said, you ready to start the Fantasy USFL Football League? <laughs> he started cracking up. But, uh, no, nah, I watched it last night. The Generals' Birmingham game was pretty good. Uh, down in Alabama, our buddy, our buddy Ryan lives down there. I bet you he uh, enjoys having a team down there. So yeah, I would think so. And, and we all know how big, uh, obviously, the tide is in Alabama. So I have a feeling that 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 uh, area could probably support a team. Yeah, and they probably got half the players that didn't make the NFL, which are very good playing there now. Well, yeah, right there in the middle of SEC town, uh, SEC country. So yeah. So, but no, the USFL is pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad. Hey, dude, it's just another sports for us sports geek to watch. You know what I mean? I'll throw it's, it on. It's, it'll... It's, it's football, man. It's football. So, <laughs> you know, it's something. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll watch. Like I don't have it. I back in the day, I liked the Generals and I liked the Philadelphia Stars. The actual Stars won the original one of the original championships. So. I uh, I enjoyed watching. I remember they had a, uh, Calvin Bryant. They got Black. They had a quite a few good players. They ended up winning the championship. Which back then everybody was breaking Eagle stones because they come. They're only in the league a couple years and they got a championship. And the Eagles didn't have one. Then. So <laughs> it was it was it was funny, dude. So and the actual okay, and the actual head coach from there ended up going to coach in the NFL for a few years. So yeah. Yeah, Tampa had uh, their head coach back in the day was Keith Furrier, who obviously went on to become the head coach of the University of Florida. So. Yeah, weren't they the Bandits? Yep, yeah, they they still are. Yeah. They're playing tonight. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, at least you have a team down there. Like you're right, they should have put their Bandits in Orlando for you guys. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't understand why why they wouldn't have put them in Orlando. Probably had something to do with. City. It probably had something to do with Universal and Disney. They might not. Those two probably decided they didn't want them there. I bet you that's the whole reason, John. 
It's the only thing I could think of. Because why? Why wouldn't you well, want one in Central Florida? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, for really, it doesn't matter anyway. Because all these games are going to be played in Alabama this year anyway. So I, I don't even know why they're calling them cities and states if they're not going to play in those areas. Yeah, that is weird. It, it is very weird. So. Yeah, my son was telling me that he read an article about it and what they're trying to or they're going to attempt to do is to brand the. To, to have fans pick the, I guess, the branding or the the mascot more than the actual city, which just sounds stupid. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm going to root for a team because that's where, that's <laughs> around where I live, not anyone, anything else. No, well, I, did you, well, unless you're one of the losers that always had to vote for the winning team, you know those losers. Yeah. You know, we all have those friends. Yeah, well, I was born in 2000, in 2000 uh, so... I like the Patriots. I like the Cleveland Cavaliers. I like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That guy, or when we were kids, it was, I love the Lakers. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. What happened once? I drove through Pittsburgh and I picked the rock up when I was a five year old kid. So now that's the reason why it was, it was a yellow kind of rock and it made me fall in love with the, the Lakers and the, and the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They always have an excuse, an, a relative, an aunt and uncle, something that makes them love one of the better teams from another state. Am I wrong? Yeah. And it was always amazing because you could be a Cowboys, a Lakers and a, uh, a, <laughs> a yeah. Bruins fan, even though you live in Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. Well, I remember we were kids when Gretzky went to Los Angeles. It was the L.A. Kings, the L.A. Lakers, the Dallas Cowboys, and and what what's the what's what other sport am I missing? It was the Lakers, the Kings, the Cowboys. Oh, and up, dude, I'm a Yankees fan. You don't understand. Yeah, Yankees. You, you don't understand, man. You don't you don't get it. My dad. Talked to my mom on the subway once in New York City, and, and, and they were going to a Yankees game, so I love the Yankees. There's always a bullcrap reason for it. And, and and the same thing with the Patriots. Like, I remember before, the, like, I know Tommy and them all love the Patriots. But, dude, when I was a kid, you couldn't you couldn't pay somebody to put a Patriots jersey on. No, Half the people didn't even know who the New England Patriots were. Then when they started winning, like, I'm, I'm going around here seeing Patriots, like, the little stupid hat with the ball the ball on top of it you know what i'm talking about you'd see that the yeah. ski cap the ski hat uh patriot jerseys everywhere i'm like what teddy brewski jersey and uh, jersey in new jersey i'm like really well my aunt ida lives up in boston so i started to root for him or would it what so it's just i don't know sounds like somebody's trying to get your but we'll see I, well i hope i hope it makes it because it's nice to have summer football like the last what five leagues that tried to compete with the NFL haven't made it? So yeah, that's the thing. If they're gonna if they're gonna have an agreement with the NFL and use it as a uh, summer minor league team, I think it could work. You know. Yeah, the problem is I doubt they'll have. I don't think they have an agreement, but it's kind of like it's kind of like you know, I, it's still the farm team, but I don't think they have agreement. Like the U, the NFL Europe was a good deal too, and now that's no longer around. So I, yeah, I yeah, I enjoyed that too. I enjoyed that too. Yeah, I don't get it. And I know our friends uh, from over there, over in New England, really, you know, like the NFL Europe. I mean, I thought it was good, just like uh, soccer slowly but surely growing here in the United States. You know, I mean, I, I actually can appreciate soccer a little more. You know, it's hard for me to play it. 
I'll tell you what, dude. These two teams are beating the living crap out of each other in Boston. They're allowed to, too. Last night, every ticky-tack call known to man was called in the Sixers game. So, but I don't know. Maybe the NBA experience will make it yet, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's done. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, dude, speaking about experiences, people actually experienced Tron Coaster running in the background. Did you see those videos? No, no. So it's up and running, huh? It was running at full speed, John. There was uh, pictures yesterday on Twitter of people at the parks in the background with the full run of cycle of the coaster, like the eight or ten. I don't know how many's in a row, so don't yell at me. We're actually running. The whole ride is up and running, though. Wonder when that means that. When John going to get a cast member preview of that? Ah, sometime this summer, I hope. Yeah, what is the date on that? Is it the end of the summer or middle of summer? Or when is that going to be going on? I don't think they've came out with a definitive date on that. So, it's not, uh, Guardians, they're shooting for, obviously, it sounds like Memorial Day. And then, uh, uh, I don't know, would it be too crazy to think Labor Day for uh, Tron? Yeah, well, probably I'd say that. Maybe they want to hold something for the winter, if you understand what I'm saying, for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why. I mean, usually when they start testing it at this rate, it starts to mean something, don't you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, but then again, I mean, Ratatouille was done for what nine months before they opened it. Uh, well, there you go. There's your. You always have an answer, don't you, John? I'm telling you. Tell you what, John. We got a really nice, another nice review this week, and a friend of ours was asking for some uh, information, John. They're going down in August. So. It's going to be hot. No. Drink water. Put on sunscreen. Dude, you're all hard, John. You you really are. That's the truth, man. Don't, don't state the obvious. But anyway, it it's from, the, the start of it is my favorite podcast, and it's from Chubby Pug 46, John. All right. That's the nickname, but I love your show. Whenever I'm in the car and always listen to the new episodes, this is my favorite podcast for long drives. Trying to say, John, you go on and on and on and on is what I hear here. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Throwing it on and on. I, just mm. never I, am, I am going to Disney in August. Hey, it's August 2nd. It's my birthday, so I'm trying to get down there, so maybe you'll see me if you're going the first week of August. If you can give me some tips, that would it would be well appreciated. Well, first tip is like John said, it's going to be very very hot. So I I would plan biggest tip I have for going in August, which I've gone quite a few times because it is my birthday month. I probably bound down been down there in August eight ten times, John, if not more. It's one of the times we go to most because Brenda, my wife, actually loves the heat and going in the summer. But one of the things I will tell you is. Get up, go out, in my opinion, get it and go early. Head back to the room in the middle of the day to take, I like to take a cool down shower, relax, turn the air on, have a, you know, book a dinner for like five, six, seven o'clock, come back to the room around one o'clock and, you know, spend the afternoon back at the room and at the resort and then head back to the parks at night because in, in that time of the year, in the summertime, the parks are always open later. So I usually use the afternoon as a break. What are you, what, what's your thoughts, John? 
Yeah, that's that's always a good suggestion. Uh, hit it early and stay for five, six hours. Uh, take your break and then go back in the afternoon once the afternoon thunderstorms flood up a little bit. At a cool, that usually cools it off a bit. And uh, once the sun gets over the horizon, it'll significantly at least drop the temperature. Won't necessarily drop the humidity, but it'll drop the temperature at least. And uh, uh, like I said, drink water. <laughs> drink lots of water. And uh, a, a thing that I would I would recommend is to uh, if you're if coming and you you're not used to walking, practice. I mean, start walking around your neighborhood in the, in the afternoon when it's nice and warm, and, and uh, go for walks with you and your family, because a lot of people don't come down here and are not prepared for how much walking you do. You know what I mean? 100%. I've had uh, teenagers complaining that it's too much, you know, and, and you know that's the truth, John. And it just, it is a ton of walking. Like me, what I do for a living, it doesn't bother me at all. But I couldn't imagine if I had like, and I'm not being disparaging or anything here trying to criticize, but if you have an office job and you really don't walk more than a few, a couple thousand steps a day and you're going down there, it is going to take a toll on you. It's going to be... A, you know, different. Like I average, my low days are 10,000 steps a day. So, you know, it's not a big deal to expand it out. But if you're not walking a lot, like you said, John, or you're driving, like you're a truck driver and don't walk much or something like that, uh, do what John said. Get out and get some exercise before you go because you're going to feel it. And also remember that Disney does have first aid stations at every single park. So if you do buy all that walk and get that blister on your foot or something like that, don't go back to the resort and uh, pay all the money for the Band-Aids and all the stuff. Go to one of the first aid stations. They'll, they'll treat it. They'll take care of it. And they'll give you extra stuff. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, and another thing uh, <laughs> I would recommend, uh, being on a bit on the chubby side myself, if <laughs> you or your family does have uh, uh, lean that way, uh, look into uh, some kind of good talc for yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that fat rash can that fat rash can ruin the day, man. So uh, yeah, yeah, take care of that area. So. <laughs> no, and also what I like to do is too is depending on what you drink, uh, if you don't want all water, maybe freeze a couple bottles of Gatorade stuff like that, and then you can use those bottles to keep your water cool, and then also have the Gatorade or water for later, like freeze. Freeze two or three bottles. That's what I usually do, John, in the summertime. I'll freeze, I'll freeze a couple bottles of water to put in there that eventually they'll melt and I can drink them. I'll do a Gatorade. I'll even do a couple of my small bottles of Coke if you follow me. Yeah, yeah. We usually do about six bottles. We usually go through about six bottles of water. Uh, me and, between me and Lisa, and then we, you know, you'll you'll freeze three or four of them and then keep the others about half frozen and then. Uh, but by the time you get to that last one, it's pretty nice and nice and you're ready to go. So, yeah, they work it. that works out well. No, and the other good thing is if you are at Epcot, if you're, like, at one of the parks and you do stay during the middle of the afternoon, one of the other suggestions I have is try to get the outside queues done, like the ones like Expedition, uh, not Expedition ever, like Kilimanjaro Safari, stuff like that where you're standing outside and maybe do the other ones, like, you know how, like, you're at Epcot. Soren's weight is the hall is boring, but at least it's all air conditioned inside the land. So save that for the yeah. middle of the day. Stuff like living with the land, like go in the land pavilion and spend the afternoon. And then even test track, if you don't have a fast pass, use that queue. You know what I'm saying? Because that queue inside is all air conditioned. 
Yeah, go see the American Adventure. Yeah, only afternoon. That's a nice uh, forty-five minute break. Uh, you know. Yeah. So try to schedule your any outside cues or any any cues that you're outside for quite a bit. Get them over with first thing, and then do anything that you'll stand inside. It might be a longer wait. Like Soren will be a longer wait than if you hit it first thing in the morning, but you'll also be standing in that air all afternoon. So, I mean, while you're waiting for it. So, and uh, enjoy, like John said, enjoy food, enjoy drink, enjoy downtime, but head back to, uh, I, I like the resort break in the summertime in the middle of the day. That's my biggest tip. I, I do not stay in the parks middle of the day unless we're meeting up with somebody where I have to be there. Like when I met you guys, what did we do, John? We spent middle of the afternoon at Two Two Gustos, didn't we? Yeah, there you go. Go hide out in the wine cave. Mm -hmm. We haven't had a good time eating and drinking. So if you don't want to go back to the room, go spend some afternoon at... Go down in the cellar at La Cellier, book yourself a nice lunch, and maybe spend a couple hours at lunch while the heat goes by. That's what. I, that's another tip. Um, yeah, and if you, even, if you wanted to, uh, walk out through the International Gateway, go over to the Yacht and Beach Club or Boardwalk. Uh, you know, maybe have lunch at one of those restaurants if you wanted to, or just hang out in the lobby for an hour or so, sitting on those comfy chairs in the air conditioning. Yeah. But anyway, if you want to, uh, you can contact. You want to send an email to me. It's at you can contact contact us at wdwmmsmpodcast at gmail .com. Send us over an email with any questions you have, and I will read them on the show. If you want to elaborate a little more than what you did in our review. We really appreciate your review. Head on over to iTunes. We have a couple more to just telling John how great you are. But uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, if you could, yeah, send us an email if you have any questions. And anybody else listening to the show, send us an email if there's anything you want us to talk about. If you want to tell me how horrible I am and you disagree with me all the time, but you love John, I'm okay listening to that too. Because I believe that. Because that's how Judith feels. You know, John. No, no, back on that tree. I'll never get off that tree. It hurts that she loves you more, John. Yeah. But anyhow. But anyway, first impressions at WDW Magic on Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you want to hear any of these at all, John? Or you want to wait for ours tomorrow? Uh, no, I don't want to know anything about it. So. Okay. Well, I will wait till tomorrow then to read that. But they are doing cast. Cast members are on. And... Uh, it seems okay, John. So I, I'm looking forward to your, your review tomorrow. All right. Uh, Starbucks Traveler's Cafe and World Showcase at Epcot will close on April 18th. I don't understand why they don't just leave both of them open, John. Yeah, I, I think two Starbucks and Epcot could probably, uh, could probably handle it. What do you think? Yes, and at the very least, then, I'm hoping something's announced where they turn this into something else, like, really quick, because... There's not enough. There's not enough outside refreshment ports at up. You can never have enough. Let me put it that way. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. You could put in something really nice there. So, uh, you know, maybe I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see what kind of restaurant. But you know, they had to they had to pipe water and stuff into there. So it seems like a waste to to tear all that down. Hundred percent. Uh, so Starbucks will soon be located at the new Connections Cafe and World Celebrations, but Disney has advised, advised cast members that Epcot will be without a Starbucks as cast transition to the new store. An opening of cast 
of Ke Connections Cafe appears to be imminent, but has not yet been announced. So they announced the closing, but not the opening. I don't get that one, John. <laughs> and why? Why did? Why do they have to close it at all before the other one opens? I mean, why can't they open the new one on Thursday and close the other one on Wednesday? That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I guess they can. I mean, I don't know. I don't have it, dude. I don't know. How I don't to, know. You, yeah, you could have your entire staff there in the afternoon, move all the blenders and the mixers over. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, is it? I mean, no, I don't. Get I know it. the espresso machines are have probably heavy, but I mean, seems like a forklift could move a couple of them. Well, I think they could afford to put brand new ones in the other one and just yeah. get rid of the other. Yeah, that's that, the that other would thing. be yeah. I don't think they're going to... This is Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, I really don't think they're going to reuse anything, John. I don't get it, though. Starbucks Traveler's Cafe at Epcot opened in 2019 and replaced the now demolished, demolished Fountain View, which was the original location of Epcot. And that one was nice, too. I loved that one. That was our yeah, that I, was I, one of our favorite ones because it was, it was roomy. It always seemed to move. There never seemed to be a lot of crowds in there. Like, it was crowded, but I've never seen packed if you follow me and a double line that usually went pretty quick so yeah. i don't think i ever waited more than 20 minutes you know yeah dude i don't even think i ever waited that long in there it was crazy we was and i remember the every time we go in there we'd run into somebody either we knew or knew like knew me from the show or or somebody was from one of our hometowns. It was always a meeting place. Like every single time, like we were in there with my wife and my sister-in-law a few trips ago, and there was a bunch of people in was from Wisconsin where she lived. If you follow me in the area that my wife grew up, and I was in there with Dennis and people. Oh, you guys are the ones from Main Street. You're Dennis, and you're the ugly one. The person said to me. Oh, nice. Nah, but you're Dennis and Doug. It was, it, when we were down there that trip, when we were all together. But yeah, I, yep. and multiple times people from New Jersey had had my Eagles jersey on in there, and somebody come up from Philly. You know what I mean? So it's always been it was always a nice meeting place. Speaking of meeting, John, meet Sully at Disney Walt Disney Presents returning to Disney Hollywood Studios. I have to admit, I'd like to get my picture taken with Sully, John. I think I've got a uh, Sully and uh, Mike Wazowski. So yeah, yeah, I've got them. Huh? Well, I wouldn't mind. I. I've seen them, but I never got my picture taken with them, John. I've seen them strutting, but never bothered them. But I wouldn't mind getting my picture taken with them. Uh, first look at Isan, the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Dude, Isan looks, he looks very scary, John. All right, scary character. Is it Isan or Isan? Tomato, tomato. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Marvel has today shared a first look of Eason, the antagonist in Epcot's upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmics Rewind. So I'm excited to see this. Sorry about that, guys. My screen was actually moving. Eason was once in possession of the Power Stone, one of the six Infinity Stones, as the group learned in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I'm excited, John. You're going to tell us how all this worked, but you're going to get to see this big, scary dude, dude. Uh, Disney's Beach Club Resort Lobby Easter Egg Display. John, you going to head over and play with the Easter eggs?
So I knew something was up when you uh, didn't answer me about uh, the Issa and the. You're gonna get to see him tomorrow at your Guardians of the Galaxy preview, and then you disappeared. And then I said, "Are you headed over to the Beach Club lobby to see the Easter egg display?" And then you were no longer there. And I know how much you love Easter egg displays, John. <laughs> you know that's me, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so Beach Club had him this year. I thought that was always uh, uh, Grand Floridian things. Uh, well, I think Grand Floridian probably maybe because of the construction going on over there, they didn't with the new DC, okay. and I don't know, but they have them over at the Beach Club. I mean, you know, multiple resorts have things too, so probably both of them have it. And then latest look at the Tron Light Cycle Run construction at the Magic Kingdom, and it shows it running the trains running. John, I'm really excited about that. Maybe by the time I do come down, I will get to see them. And you should. Yeah, I think that be, one could be. What's that? Could be a little more intense. I think. I think that's going to be the more intense one than Guardians of the Galaxy. Honestly. Yeah, I. It, it ain't it weird too? Like, and I know it's. I'm not like complaining or trying. I'm not even starting any trouble about this. It's just funny how, both parks who got a new coaster put it right next to their coasters. You know, this one's right next to Space Mountain, and then you got Guardians right next to Test Track. So, you, I mean, yeah. you'd think they'd put them at opposite sides. I know they couldn't, but it would have been better to make people... To, to, you know how bad the crowd's going to be over there by Test Track and over here in Tomorrowland now? With everything going yeah. on there? Yeah, yeah. Both areas are going to be pandemonium craziness. And there'll be people standing around probably riding my people mover so I can't get on it. Yeah. I mean, when I come down next, I, that's, that's what I'm upset about. Because that whole Tomorrowland area, which is one of my favorites with the people mover, I I don't know if I'll be able to. I think the people mover will be just as crowded as the other ones because of people doing Genie Plus paying and they're just going to hang out waiting on, on the stuff there. That Carousel will probably get a new revival. I don't know. I mean, uh, do you... On Carousel of Progress, do you want to see them redo it again, or do you like just like having the uh, uh, early '90s version of the, uh, the last one? No, I'll be. I wish they would keep the original couple and add a new set at the end. So get rid of the the chicken or the turkey in the oven timer. <laughs> yeah, I could I could do without that. I I've seen Grandma playing a Space Cowboy way too many times, John. And just the fact that Grandpa says the words laser disc. Yeah. I mean, that's the newest technology. I mean, come on. Yeah, and <laughs> laser. Way and laser discs weren't even cool when they were laser discs, John. No. No, that was one of those technologies that they guessed on and they guessed wrong. That didn't even do well, did it? Yeah. Uh, it was like beta and uh, VHS. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one side or the yeah, other, somebody, you lost. Yeah. But, but, somebody picked Betamax. Yeah, like all the other stuff I'm totally attached with. Like I attached to. I don't want to see anything changed in the first couple. But that last one, I'm not attached to any of it. It could all go. It's actually, the last one's actually annoying to me. I like it, but it's annoying to me. Do you disagree with me? Or no? So anyway, John, you said uh, God is getting angry with you. I, maybe he's happy. <laughs> he's he's watering the plants there anyway. But well, I, yeah. I said the last scene of, of uh, Carousel Progress, 
it's kind of annoying to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not in love with any of it. I like it. It's okay. But if they wipe that whole thing out, it doesn't bother me. Now, the first two don't touch. The first couple don't touch. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the first three are the iconic ones, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, the last one's just, uh, it, it's been changed, obviously, two or three times to begin with. So, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it changed again, but I, do you try to guess what's coming in the next 10 years, or do you put it in current right now? You know, that's the, always the problem. And as soon as they make it, it's out of date. So. Yeah, but not as far as that. I mean, you could do, uh, <laughs> I mean, you could do things like that aren't going anywhere, like, well, who knows now, but you could do like something to do with Twitter, Facebook, PlayStation 5, and Xbox going to be around at least another five to ten years you know what i'm saying they're, they're, you could do stuff like that you could do disney plus they could do something with their movie streaming at the end of that look at the streaming and they could stream whatever video is available right now they could change that up they could do something with the technology now to make that never changing either john yeah and i mean i'm, I'm always thinking about the way that horizons ended over at epcot when they had that attraction and they were basically uh, talking to each other. You know, one guy was uh, in the o- under the ocean, one guy was on the moon, one guy was on the desert. But they're all talking to each other in a version of what, you know, is commonly uh, commonly used nowadays with the computer screens and, and uh, 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 the video chats and stuff like that. But at the time, there, that wasn't around, but they had seen that. So, you know, you would think they would put some kind of self something like that in there. Yeah, 100%. But I would, the first three, don't change my sarsaparillo. Don't change the the ice box. The ice box holds ice ice now and and two cubes of ice or, you know what I'm saying? We got, we got a out, we got an indoor water pump now. I love all that stuff, John. Uncle Orville in the bathtub, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I think... I think what we're saying is Valentine's Day, uh, the 4th of July, and Halloween, leave alone. Christmas, you can go ahead and change. Oh, yeah, you can't get rid of that last one fast enough. Even the TV annoys me. (laughs) Yeah, but you could do it. You you could do so much with that. You could do Siri. You could do, like, Siri and have people in the audience could say something. They could update that ending so much. It would make it... And it would make everybody want to dive into it. And I'm sure they could do it where it wouldn't be the King's Ransom. And that, and that's that's the stuff that used to be the Disney difference. And I think that would be a Disney difference if they kept updating that. Because they could do how they do the latest rides, like uh, the new Mini Mickey's Runaway Train and stuff like that with the technology, with, with the, how they could change the map lighting and all that. They could do something with that ending where they could constantly keep it current, John. Yeah, I think so. Especially, like you said, with stuff on the TV screens, on the computer yeah. screens. Yeah. Dude, do what Disney always does. Plug themselves. They could put a couple TVs there and just stream whatever the latest Marvel or Disney movie is from Disney Plus or in the theaters in there, too. Tell me that wouldn't work. There you go. So, and, uh, hopefully you get to see our buddy Robbie. He's coming down in May, John. I keep telling you that, but uh, hopefully you guys get to run into each other. Yeah, yeah, usually uh, I do see him. Um, he makes a, a pretty concerted effort to run into me, so and I'll uh, I'll try to run into him and, and grab a beer or something. Well, if I can get into the park. I could, I could, when Evan was here, I couldn't even get into the park. So. Uh, it's, it's sad. Don't even get me into that again. I think you guys get screwed for that. 
Uh, here's something that's good for you, though. Cast members iridescent evening. Jeff Vale announced cast member iridescent evening coming to Walt Disney World this summer. They're trying to throw you a little tiny eggcorn to make up for all the days you guys have missed. I think they're going to open the parks at night for you because you're not allowed in the parks. Yeah, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios are all going to have, I think, one or two nights where a cast member can pick one park, one time, and take one guest. <laughs> a special uh, like cast over. Uh, actually, you know, Doug, that'll be the uh, cleanest the park will ever be left and the most polite that everybody is ever to us. So I wouldn't mind working those, actually. Well, 100%. And, like, I would okay be okay with it if I know Chapik and and Iger and his whole family, they can go there whenever the hell they want. Like any of the office guys, they, they I'm sure their passes, they don't have to make reservations or they're not being screwed. But the, the people that make the magic happen and the reason Disney is what Disney is, is not allowed in the parks. I think that's bullpucky, John. I really do. Yeah, it, it's, been, it's been like that for at least five, six months now. The days that are on or that are open are quickly filled and... and uh, well, I mean, honestly, I don't know. It's the last time I could have got into Hollywood Studios. Well, I think they like it too, John. You want to know why? Like, it's even bullcrap too because you guys get all these fifty percent off, and you get these things. They your Christmas bonuses, but you ain't even allowed in the damn park to use them. And then you can't use your discounts at all the stores and stuff like that because you're never allowed in the park. So this is another way the 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 cheesy mouse is is not giving you your benefits because. That's where you make your money, John, where you get your discounts for stuff. Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, one of the, two of the main reasons I work at Disney World. It's not the money. Honestly, believe me, I make a lot better money doing what I used to. Um, is to get into the park for free, me and my family, and the discounts on the merchandise. And like you said, I mean, I can go to Disney Springs and buy merchandise, but very little, you know, and I can't get any, obviously, uh, wide specific merchandise that I'm looking for. And then the 30, 40, and 50% coupons I have for dining at Disney Springs, they're only uh, eligible to use at, like, the food truck and a sausage wagon. That's it. Yeah, because everything um, else is independently owned. They're, they're yeah, outside vendors. Yeah. Yeah, I can't use it at, uh, you know, I mean, I think we get 10 or 20 at, at uh, you know, like, in Paddlefish and stuff like that. But I want to use my 50. If I'm going to Paddlefish or Boathouse, it's great if I can use my 50 you know? Yeah. yeah it, it, again, I think I, I think they could give they could let you guys in, but I think they're using, again, Disney, like every other company, it's supply chain issues and COVID is the excuse for everything. And I think it's bullcrap. I think in the bottom line, they're saving money by not allowing you cast members in the parks. Uh, and 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 that's the bottom line. I think it's it's saving them. Because you're not getting any of your discounts. And they're letting other people in instead of the cast members. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, cast members will always be behind eight, yeah. Well, well, the bottom line is, John, the parks ain't complete sellouts. They're not completely packed. The the parks have been packed this much before and cast members were allowed in. The COVID rules are not down there. Mask violence. There's no rules there except for you on your bus, John. So I don't understand why cast members aren't allowed in yet. The only thing is, is money. That's it. There's there's no other reason. it's 
it's the reservation system. And, and unfortunately, I don't know if we'll ever see the end of the reservation system now. Once that was uh, put into place, I don't know if it'll ever go away. And it really, I, I, that's so frustrating. Even just being a local, you know, I yeah. mean, uh, you move here, Doug, you know, you get home at, from work at 3.30 on an after, on a Friday afternoon, you want to grab Brenda and run over to Epcot to pick up, you know, or just walk around World Showcase. Do you want to have to think about that three weeks ago to have made that reservation? No, you just want to pick up and go. Yeah, no, with, so. no, with the way prices are in Florida and everything with the housing and everything else right now and the way the parks are, I mean, if the parks continue to stay this way and I see that the reservation system never goes away, I might decide to move outside of South Carolina somewhere or, or Georgia in, 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 in a rural area and then just drive down my four hours. You understand? Four or five hours and come visit when I want to and save all that money that I, and have even even have great weather without all the price. You, you get what I'm saying, John? Like, it would make me think twice if I'm... The beauty of me moving to di- down to Florida is going to be is me and Brenda be able to go three, four nights a week and walk around the parks. If I can't do that, yeah. and making a reservation is a pain in the rear end, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to live 15 minutes away, and you want to be able to go when you get home from work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right now, you can't do that. And, uh, and and if I'm retired, I want to be able to go. Wake up in the morning. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I don't even want to think about it. I I just want to get in my car and drive over there. I want to go to yeah. Target and then go to Disney. You know what I'm saying? Go to Wawa. <laughs> go to Disney. You know, that's what I want to do. I don't want to have to make reservations. I think it's stupid. Even Robbie, like right now at Disneyland, like every article, everything I see him tweet, it's getting, he's getting more and more bitter if you follow me. Like he was playing the organ the other day and he said he would love nothing more to be able to walk over to Disneyland. And it's bullcrap. It really is. He can't go. I mean, this is a guy that's been going for, what is Robbie, like 70 now? He's been going for like 55 years. <laughs> Robbie's not 70. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's what you told me off the air. Thanks for making yeah, me look stupid, yeah. John. But yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But uh, annual pass holder previews, registration for Guardians of the Galaxy, and also vacation club members. Now, did you try to, did Lisa try to register as a vacation club member for Galaxy? We're going to have another uh, preview in a week or two for family. And so I, I'll be able to take Lisa JJ at that time. No. And I talked to them, and neither one of them, uh, surprisingly, are all that into going to do it. They'll say they'll do it when we go on vacation in September. So. Dude, I got to get my ass down there so you can start taking me to all this fun stuff. Hey, you could have rode Ratatouille. You could ride uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with me. So, me and yeah. you could have had crepes afterwards, Johnny. We could yeah, have, exactly. We, it could have been so romantic. We Then after that, we could have gone over and got a frozen Kieran together. We could have had a beautiful day together, John. We wee and chill up. Yeah, woo-woo. <laughs> uh, what else we have here? Construction update from Disney's Grand Floridian. As new DVC villas take shape at the Big Pine Building or Big Pine Key building. And then also, I'm not ha- I'm, I'm happy and I'm not happy about this. The, the new tower for the poly, I mean, everything's a tower now, John. They need to start putting yeah. they need to if they're going to do this, I'm sorry, they need I don't know what their deal is. They keep putting all these towers up for the buildings, but they refuse to put any more parking garages up. I don't know. Parking garages at any of the parks would be wonderful. Uh, the best part of 
lot of uh, a lot of times the best part of going to Universal as opposed to Walt Disney World is uh, you can park in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> you come out of Universal at the you know five o'clock and your car is not 175 degrees. So. Dude, last year we came. We were down there. We was. The Animal Kingdom is the one we drive to the most, like the park, you know, at the park. Ah, oh, dude, we had to open up the doors and literally stand outside the car for like 15 minutes. And then we didn't know what to do. We were like, we go, we getting in because now we're standing in the parking lot. We're dying. Then we're sitting on the seat halfway in the car, <laughs> halfway out the car with the air on. And the air conditioner is like taking forever to even, it's blowing like boiling air for like the first five minutes. Yeah, they. But anyway, like all these resorts, dude. All the the Grand Floridian, the contemporary. If they're gonna build all these towers, like Bay Lake Tower, they should have just built where that where that area is right next door to it, where you park when you go in. They have the guard tower and that whole parking area to the left. They should just put like a three story uh three or five story parking garage there. Yeah, and the and the thing about the poly is, I don't really know where they would put a parking uh. Uh, they're they're going to obviously have to have more parking. If they're putting up a tower, yeah. it's going to have, what, a couple of hundred rooms in it? Uh, they're going to need more parking. Or Yeah, I, I just can't imagine where they would put more parking out there. Yeah, New permits fi- filing show more details of what we can expect at the new Vacation Club villas at the Polynesian Resort. Uh, the plans picture above show the pool area, splash pad, building layout, and parking. And I don't see if it says garage here, John. I don't see anything about a garage. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. The plan picture, pull air, blah, blah, blah. Uh, plans is that there will be no monorail station specifically for the tower. No crap. Like, what do they think? They're going to build the tower, like the contemporary, around the tracks and shut the monorail down? Yeah, and what are you going to do, put it 50 feet away from the Polynesian stop? I don't think that would work. No. <laughs> well, I mean, do you, do, you, do you see Bay Lake Tower? There's no monorail in there either. <laughs> and there's no one at the Grand Villas for uh, the Grand Floridian, so yeah. yeah. I don't think so. Uh, the plans overlaid on a satellite view the existing Lua Cove and surrounding area. Luau Cove and surrounding area. Uh, the new tower will be built on the site of the former Spirit of Aloha dinner show at the Lo- Luau Cove with the planned opening for 2024. It looks absolutely gorgeous, John. It looks beautiful. It's like one, two, three, four, five, like seven stories. So seven on the main building and like five on the sides, it looks like, John. So that's a lot of rooms. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's quite a bit. Yeah, I I find, quite... it, I find it funny, Doug. Uh, on our marquees on our buses now um, for the 50th anniversary, they have different sayings. So, like, uh, if you're going to the Magic Kingdom, it'll say uh, "Magic Kingdom celebrate," and then the next uh, thing it will come up and celebrating 50 years of, and it has different little things, right? So Magic Kingdom, for example, is uh, one of them that's celebrating 50 years of castle photos. Uh, and they have different ones for different resorts, different parks and stuff like that. And the one for the Polynesian, it, ironically enough, is uh, Polynesian Village celebrating 50 years of Luau's. <laughs> now they no longer have one. Yeah. Yeah, so who thought that, and who put that in there, and who, you know, I mean, obviously somebody wasn't on the right page. 
The uh, sad part is whatever idiot moron thought of that probably still is allowed in the park without a reservation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much more you could do with the Polynesian uh, celebrating 50 years of Ohana. Ohana means family. So, yeah, that would have been easy enough. But, no, they put luau's. <laughs> and they show the Guardians of the Galaxy new new uh, costumes that you would call them. I call them uniforms. But the new costumes of a Guardian of the Galaxy at Epcot, they're okay. They're not, at least they have a little bit of a, they do look like you're, you're in a, in a airspace legion, if you follow me, like part of the armed forces, if you get what I'm saying. So yeah, but they have a uniform. I, I'm thankful. I'm, yeah. I'm thankful that it doesn't have a, they ain't doing the trend of Animal Kingdom where everybody has the same uniform almost. That's really a bummer. That still breaks my heart, dude. I mean, and that's all money again. I mean, and and it's supply chain and the whole nine yards. But Disney, Disney has to stop buying everything from everywhere else. Like, I mean, is there anything at Disney anymore that isn't made in China, John? I mean, is, uh, is the gas you guys unlikely. serve there imported from China? I mean, it seems like everything is from China at Disney. They don't make anything themselves anymore. I'm surprised the movies when they're released doesn't say made in China, John. So it, it's it's absolutely crazy. So John, you left me again uh, with uh, me yelling about everything made made everywhere else, but at Walt Disney World or in America, everything that Disney owns anymore is made outside the country. And yeah, I, pretty much. Philippines, China. Yeah. So it's yeah. I'm just glad these these uniforms have some uniqueness to them, you know, because the Animal Kingdom breaks my heart with how everyone is the same. Yeah, there's not much difference. I mean, obviously, the dinosaur one is still unique, uh, and the uh, Kilimanjaro safaris, but that looks awful lot like the... But, I mean, you're on a safari, so I can see that resembling the one from the... Uh, the, the river, the trails, you know, the, the, the Gorilla Falls Trail. I, I can see those resembling, or resembling each other. And the Cali River Rapids one, that's still unique. But, yeah, my trains, that's all the same one the uh, cart guys wear and the popcorn guys wear and, uh, and the merchandise people. So that really was – and, I I mean, it looked horribly geeky outside of Disney, but – at Disney, it looked really cool. So. Well, I'm just glad they did something new. Did you hear the Swan and Dolphin bought the old Disney Celebration? Uh, the Grand Orlando Resort at Celebrations, purchased by Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin owners, Tishmans. They're actually the ones that built the, the Revel, that we uh, the Ocean Casino here, with a $35 million renovation. And, what, uh, now, which hotel is that? The the Grand Orlando Resort at Celebration. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's what was like. I guess the Grand Cypress, or no, you said it's Celebration. The Grand Orlando Resort together. in Celebrations is under new yeah. ownership and management. The 718 room property, located just 1.5 miles from Walt Disney World, was recently purchased by the Tishman Hotel Group, owners of the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resorts and the new Walt Disney World Reserve. So, it's a beautiful resort. The resort is currently 
undergoing a $35 million renovation, which includes guest rooms and suite, outdoor pool areas, restaurants, on-site conference center, with completion expected in early 2023. So, um, the rooms look absolutely gorgeous, dude. So, the resort is nice. Well, Disney's, Disney's kind of, selling away a lot. I don't think I've driven past that one. I, I spent some time at the auto celebration and been through most of that, but I, I can't remember the hotel. We actually, that was one of the customers that we had when uh, I worked at the last company. Okay. Was that hotel. Oh. And what else we have here, Johnny? Uh, Connections Cafe and Eatery opening soon. Uh, it does say Galaxy Guardian uh, May 27th. We knew this. New overhead directional signage and world celebration at Epcot points to Guardians of the Galaxy's Cosmic Rewind. So now the, the signage is up. We talked about our new our entertainment girl leaving the uh, Rosen Crown and head over to the American Adventure. The Garden Course at Fantasia Miniature Golf closing for refurbishment. So if you have your heart set on playing Fantasia Golf, it's going to be closed. Sorry about that. I do like this, John. I might have to get you to look into it for me if you see them around. Walt, Di Walt Disney World 50th Anniversary Golf Tale now available at Re Resort Pro Shops. So, um, Golf Tale? Well, yeah, new Walt Disney World. It's the 50th anniversary golf towel, so I'm excited about that. So, I, I, I mean, everybody, nobody wanted to text me Happy Easter, John, until I got on the, until I got on the uh, podcast. Now it's like everybody and their brothers wishing me Happy Easter. Well, Happy Easter, Doug. Happy Easter. Now, when I blocked them because I got to do the show, I'll get it. I'll get another text later. Why are you blocking me? Why are you leaving my conversation? <laughs> uh, uh, child climbs pyramid at Coronado Springs. John, have you heard about this one? <laughs> yeah, I saw that the other day. Uh, what the heck was that the about? Last, the last time I was at the the Coronado, I looked at it and went, "Man, that would be kind of fun to climb." <laughs> so, <laughs> You probably gave the kid 20 bucks. So you can uh, get up there. Yeah, child climbs pyramids at Coronado Springs dig site pool rescued by onlooker. A video uploaded on Facebook shows the child, you know, at the top of the decorative fountain being rescued by two swimmers next to the dig site pool at Disney's Coronado Springs. Uh, WDW spoke to the person, blah, 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 but... Could you imagine, dude, you're looking for a little JJ and he's up the top of the pyramid? Uh, I, I can imagine Doug is a dad. He got up there. Let him get his ass down. <laughs> oh, you took the words right out of my mouth, John. <laughs> he can figure it out. Yep, yep. What goes up must come down, Junior. <laughs> He'll figure it out, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, you remember, a couple of year, you remember a couple of years ago when the uh, drunk guy climbed the one at Mexico too, so I mean, there's something about the pyramids that look like they want to be climbed. So, well, you're you're right about that. I mean, I've thought about it, but never did it. <laughs> you know, yeah, especially the one in Coronado because there's water coming down. It. it looks great. You know, it looks like it'd be a blast. Dude, you know how many times I wanted to jump out the boat at Pirates onto one of the landing areas and just roam around that. 
uh, somebody has done that before. So. Yeah, well, they got what they deserved if they if they got arrested. So I like nope, you have to get the job there, and then you can go out on on some of the sets. So. Yeah, well, I have to. I like this too, John. It's a new retro Magic Kingdom map with pins available at Walt Disney World as part of the 50th anniversary vault collection. Sounds pretty cool, don't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let me read to you. Uh, Walt Disney has released a special version of the retro Magic Kingdom map that has been available and uh, has been available as a folded map and featured in vault collection items. This new version is framed and includes several pins of Magic Kingdom icons. Uh, it's pretty cool. It has all the rides, the Magic logo pins. It says Main Street USA train station pin. Of course, Cinderella Castle pin. Uh, Tiny Yellow Tomorrowland Speedway car pin, which is pretty cool. Uh, what else we have? Walt Disney World Railroad Pin is at the top of the map, which that is absolutely awesome. What do you think this map goes for, John? Framed? It, if it's actually framed, I'm going to say probably two forty nine or something. Yeah, well, that's the old Disney, John. The new Disney's three fifty. <laughs> All right then. I might have to go out. And buy I went it. high too. I would love to have it too for my room because I over the last week I hung a bunch of Disney stuff up. I had a Puzzle me and Brenda did during COVID. It has a bunch of Disney. It's all different kind of Disney. It's hard to explain, but like d different billboards of different Disney movies and stuff over the years, like the old classic cartoons and stuff. Uh, I had a print that I got in 2000. I got framed and put up on the wall. And then Brenda, I told you, bought me that Tomorrowland or the People Mover, the blueprints. I got them framed. That's on the wall. I would love to add this to the collection, but $350 is a lot of cash, John, for a map and a wooden frame. I wish I could just buy the map and frame it myself. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty steep. I mean, all kidding aside, the pins, the map, and the frame. Because the come on, all together couldn't probably cost no more than $50. Bucks. They're, uh, the rest are up marking by $300, John. Yeah, people buy it. Oh, ton of people buy it, and they'll yell at me that I'm wrong. Like, I've been in fights the last few weeks again on Twitter about the price of everything, and you literally got people saying, I'm happy nobody wants to pay it. Go home. Don't come to the park no more. Stay away. Ha, ha, ha. Like, what is wrong with you, man? You're that greedy and ignorant and that self-righteous that you don't feel like everybody deserves to be out of go? I mean... There's actually a lot of people like that. Don't you? Yes, there's there there's a ton like it. And I'll, I'll say it without saying it. I hate you. <laughs> I ain't afraid to say it. Ain't it without saying it. I think you said it. Yeah. Sully meet and greet to return to Disney Hollywood Studios. Now, come on, Sully. It has, and he has Mike with him, dude. Mike with the Disney hard hat on. That is absolutely awesome, dude. I want that hard hat, John. I actually could say I look better in a hard hat than Sully. I mean, than Mike. That's saying something, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, well, you do have a big head, but I don't think it's quite that big. Yeah. The, like, the actual bigness of my braggart is bigger than my actual head, John. <laughs> I figured as much, yes. Yeah. Uh, Expedition Everett reopens early at Disney's Animal Kingdom with a few changes. I bet you one of the changes is that the Yeti is not working, John. Now, that wouldn't be a change. 
Nah, I love the queue. It is by far, it, it is top five queues on property. Wouldn't you say, John? Uh, the Yeti is, is absolutely uh, a fantastic queue. Yeah. And the I, fact that they actually have uh, some stuff from, I don't know if you've ever watched the silly show with Josh Gates in it, but they, uh, they actually have him in there and stuff like that. So it gives it a bit of almost like he actually went searching for the Yeti. And I think he did at one time. So it's actually pretty cool. That's that's awesome, you know that. I mean, Animal Animal Kingdom has two amazing queues because I love which people don't talk much about, but I think the Kilimanjaro Safari that whole trail is a phenomenal queue. Don't you think so, John? The way you walk through those all different areas as you're walking back there. You know that one's pretty good, but I would I wouldn't say uh, dinosaurs a bad queue either. Oh, dinosaurs is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you go through a representation of. uh, uh replicas of dinosaur in the i mean they have some nice size uh dinosaur bones in there so it's actually pretty cool too and so is the new that's what we have to do john that's going to be our the next week or two we're going to get you on the way home and your homework's going to be top five cues from each park and then when we're done we'll rate each park's top five cues what order they go in how's that sound well, yeah you're going to have to get a little more specific with the queue itself. You know, I mean, does that include the pre-show? Does that include um, some elements? Because I'm thinking of Rise of the Resistance. I mean, there's an awful lot that goes on before you board the vehicle. Well, so, that counts know. as the queue for me. So you can, okay. yeah, right. yeah, you can put that on there, John. All right, so so it's everything that happens to you before you actually board the vehicle that is the main part of the attraction. Is that what we're going to say? Yeah, I mean, because you really, okay. with the Rise of Resistance, you're seeing everything and you're a part of it, but you're actually not doing anything yet. Like, if you're actually doing something that's part of the ride, then I would say it begins when you start doing something. You follow me? When the, right. immer- the immersion of actually, when the part of the quest begins. So you get what I'm saying, because even Flight of Passage has you know odds and ends going on before you get on the on the bird. So on the uh, bird, I'm saying bird uh, on the Avatar. I mean on the uh, what is it called, John? Help me out here. Uh, I'm gonna go with dragon. Uh, it's uh, dragon. It's banshee. 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 There we go. Two old men had to bang their freaking heads together to get Banshee out of them. But that's well, Doug, it's like it's like I said. It, I mean. Avatar, the the attraction is awesome, but the movie is nowhere. I mean, it's it's not even in my wheelhouse of favorite movies of all time. Speaking of something coming out, are they ever going to be released, John? (laughs) I mean, they're supposed to be what three, four movies? Four what? Three, four movies that are sitting there that ain't made. That's why Disney's raising their prices so much to pay for these damn movies that never come out. But yeah, supposedly they're made. They're made too, right? No, they're oh, well. They made them all at the same time to save money, John. Uh, oh, good grief! Expedition Ever says reopen, reopen the day early at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be available tomorrow through Disney's Genie Plus. The attraction has been closed since early January. Walls were removed from the ride's exit area inside Circa Zong Bazaar. Circa Zong Bazaar. The ride initially opened. On the morning of April 15th for cast members, then soft open for guests afterwards in the afternoon. Uh, What else we have here? As for updates to the ride, there aren't many. 
plexiglass dividers remain in the queue lo loading area. Why? Uh, the animatronic bird at the top of the mountain is still not working, but hair tries. Ha hair try hair ties have been cleaned out of the area. Hair ties. I guess people lose yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Lose no, it. No. No. No, when you get up to the top of uh, Expedition Everest, when, right before you go backwards for the first time in the coaster, yeah, they it was a tradition, I guess, uh, of, and I guess it would mostly be girls, but no, of course there's some guys with long yeah, hair too. I got long hair, taking, babe. I'm using it. <laughs> all right, taking their hair ties off and tossing onto the side of the track. So that at one time there was probably three or four hundred of them there. Yeah. So. Yeah, John, you gotta even watch that now with the sensitivity. You, 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 you gotta watch what gender you talk about now, John. We might get canceled here, saying it's a girl with long hair. You'd be anybody with long hair, John, shooting their uh, ties at them. Uh, the animatronic bird at the top of the mountain is still not working. Like, why is that not working, John? Supply chain issues. Supply chain issues. There we go. We knew the gender. Yeah, we knew the Yeti animatronic wouldn't be fixed, of course, but we can confirm that she remains in B mode. I, I didn't know the Yeti was a female. Did you, John? No, no, I thought it was a dude. Oh, I don't want to get into genders here either, John. I might get sued by the Yeti Foundation. <laughs> I don't know what to say over here. But the B mode and the shining light is still there, but it says it confirms that she remains in B mode. I thought the Yeti was a male myself. I didn't know the abominable snowman. I didn't think it was a female. Did you? Well, now we know. I don't know if we know. That's what this writer's saying. I don't believe everything this writer says, John. Well, are there little baby yetis running around? Yeah. Maybe it's a mama yeti. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why she's so upset. Maybe we've invaded her uh, her uh, uh, cave and and, well, and hurt her babies. Well, the father's protected in his family. That's what the tracks are. Oh, well, I think that could be too. Yeah, that's oh. why I'm taking it, John. I always thought the Yeti was a male. Nobody's ever told me it was a female. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I never, I always thought it was a male. New 50th anniversary baseball pitched into Walt Disney World. Like, I love baseball. I love Walt Disney World. I just don't see, I don't know if I want to buy a 50th anniversary baseball. What does that have to do with Disney, John? Uh, another souvenir to sell, buddy. Yeah. Something you could buy that your kid could mess up is basically what it is. You're going to go out and have a catch with it. You know sooner than later, John. Uh, actually, you know, Doug, I, you know uh, how you take a baseball and you get the players to sign it? I yeah. wouldn't mind actually getting that baseball and getting, like, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck to sign it. I think that would actually be kind of cool. Uh, there you go, John. See, you made, uh, you made chicken, you know what, uh, chicken soup out of you know what, John. So there you go. Good you call. Go. Good call. Uh, what else we have here, Johnny? Baby zebra. Oh my God! I don't want to read that. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to just gloss over that one. No, I don't even want to touch. Breaks my heart. Uh, new. It's a small world. Ornaments set sailing to Walt Disney World. I'm all for that. Any kind of Christmas stuff. Oh my God! International guests eventually allowed to buy tickets after begging. Somebody had a cardboard sign, looking for a ticket and reservation outside the Magic Kingdom, John. In the <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sad. 
Uh, international guest who resorted to bringing, begging for tickets and park passes outside of the Magic Kingdom. Now I'm in Atlantic City and I see these cardboard signs every day, John, at my car and try yeah, to get. But usually they say, light. yeah. Usually they say uh, we'll work for food, not. <laughs> and I found most of the time you offer them a job, they don't want one, John. They just want you to give them free money. The anonymous couple have traveled from Switzerland to Orlando. Upon arrival at the Transportation and Ticket Center, they attempted to purchase theme park tickets and were turned away. The crafted sign reading, looking for tickets and reservation on a sheet of cardboard, and initially stood outside the Magic Kingdom entrance, hoping to beseech other guests to assist them. Disney security cast members forced them to retreat from the parking lot outside of the TT. See, reportedly, security later approached them again and walked them back to the TTC ticket booth where they were allowed to buy tickets. So, I'm glad they were allowed to buy tickets. So, does that set a precedence? Should we all do this now, John? <laughs> Maybe that's what it takes. I don't know. Maybe I should stand out there and go, I want to go to Epcot. Yeah, I'm a cast member. Let me in, John. You should get you and all your <laughs> cast members to walk out about getting reservations, John. Uh, uh, Doug, let's... I want to bring this up because I don't know how, uh, how sir, how you feel, how people feel about it. There's an awful lot. All of a sudden, there's an awful lot of cyclists on Disney property, and cycling in Florida is a dangerous proposition anyway because uh, uh, we drive too fast and we don't pay enough attention, and so Jersey has uh, the same a, <laughs> Yeah, and there's not enough bike lanes. There's no bike lanes on World Drive or BVD, and we've got large parties, uh, probably 30, 40 bikes at any given time, um, going down uh, Buena Vista Drive, <laughs> for example, right in front of the uh, Dolphin Hotel. Um, and you can imagine what kind of traffic that might uh, that it might impede on a Saturday afternoon. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess legally they're they're entitled to ride there, but it seems to me that's an awful dangerous thing. And what's going to happen sooner or later, and I hate to say it, is somebody's going to get hit, and then it's just going to be bad news. But it's going to happen. I mean, it's only a matter of time. No, and it's scary. Cyclists, cyclists, for the most part, are very responsible, and they, they seem to be following all the, all the rules and regulations. But, I mean, I got it into it twice this week with Uber drivers myself. So I can imagine... Somebody's going to hit them sooner or later. So. Well, the other problem, too, is, and, and dude, I'm a very, uh, because I'm so critical of everybody else and I'm critical of myself, like, I don't break rules because I hold everybody to the feet to the fire for the rules. You know how I am, John. The other problem is the idiots that drive there, that don't go there often, that, again, we've talked about this before, that act like if they drive past Caribbean Beach they're going to fall off the earth if they don't get into the exit right there. <laughs> they can't go down a mile and turn around. You know the idiots I'm talking about. So you got all these morons. Every day. Yeah, you got all these morons driving around property that act like they're going to blow up if they don't if they make a wrong turn turn on Disney resorts. So that's one of the other problems. You got so many people driving between their phones and not paying attention to where the hell they're going or not knowing where they're going, I think that's one of the biggest problems too with cyclists in the parks because people people drive like morons on property. Yeah, and and you have two or three morons uh, on the road. You got uh, buses going slow, 
you got uh, two or three Uber drivers who uh, have to go 190 miles an hour because they've got to get to where they're going. And then you've got cast members that are running late and they're cutting, weaving in and out of traffic because they don't want to get a point. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bad combination. And then going down there, you've got 20 bicycles in a row. And uh, so, yeah, unfortunately it's going to happen sooner than later. And I, I hate to see it, but yeah, it's only a matter of time. No, it's, it's, it, it, it's, I would love to ride a bike, so it'd be hypocritical. I would love to ride a bike through the parks. I have actually thought about that when we moved there. Just get I wouldn't mind getting a couple of those little electric moped bikes. You know what I'm talking about? Not, I used to have a moped, but they had those bikes that are you could pedal them and they have the motor on them. Yeah, yeah. There's, I've actually seen a lot of those, yeah. Yeah, I would love to have one of them if we lived close because it would be a lot easier to manipulate through the traffic. You know what I'm talking Just to get to the parks park at one of the resorts i'm sure you could make a reservation and park your bike at the bike rack you know you know exactly what i mean john but yeah, it is yeah. scary as hell to think about driving through there with all the idiots let's continue on driving have you a uh, minivan driver position now open for college program participants have you put your thing in for the minivans john i haven't seen it come available for us yet oh. i check almost every day so well it seems like college students, you might want to take a look again, John. All right. It says, Disney Park revenue continues to increase, but profits lag behind. How is that even possible? And bus service ended between Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and Disney Springs. So if you pay $80,000 to stay at Star Cruiser, you don't get a free ride to Disney Springs anymore? No, I think if you are actually do check in early and you want to go over to uh disney springs they're going to bring a, a personalized van over to pick you up because in the time that it ran for the three weeks i think one person wrote it ah. and so it was a huge waste of everything yeah. uh, driver's time and buses and everything else so if you do if you are there and you want to ride they'll get you a ride it's just they're not going to have a regularly scheduled bus for it so art animation is getting a makeover. The old girl's looking pretty again, John. Or the old boy. We don't want to. I don't want to genderize hotels either here, John. <laughs> we get in trouble for that. Uh, blockheads are more men, aren't they, John? I guess. Well, the building's built out of blocks, so. Uh, cast member preview. What else do we have? I don't have much. The cozy cone pool. Reopened at Art of Animation, so if you had reservations, you can get take a dip in the pool now, John. So good. And then fire breaks out near World Showcase Lagoon during Harmonious. Have you heard about this one, John? No, no, I didn't see that. Well, maybe that's another reason to cancel that stupid show, John. Did I say <laughs> that out loud? Uh, this is a few nights ago. It says uh, when is this? April eleventh. This happened. Uh, Tonight's performance of a harmonious featured unplanned pyrotechnic display as something on the edge of the lagoon appeared to have caught on fire. So, the cause of the fire is unclear, but the show involves the use of various pyrotechnics effects as such fireworks. In the short video, you could see something catch on fire and begin to burn stronger just behind the barrier near World Showcase Lagoon. So, we got another fire from the fireworks but thank god nobody was hurt so so it caught the you know, world showcase lagoon uh, near the barrier on fire so that means the whole show must be ended and illuminations comes back john 
Yay! You know, so we're both on board, board with that one. So, but anyhow, that's about it, John, for this week. Uh, happy Easter to everybody. I hope everybody has a blessed and very happy week ahead of them. I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow night about Guardians of the Galaxy. Hopefully we have a better connection and there's no storm. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope, but it is getting into the afternoon thunderstorm time. But yeah, yeah, we should we should be good. Yeah, well, I only have to splice together six parts here tonight, John. I'm so excited about that one. <laughs> better, better than seven, right, John? I'll be like Lou Mangiello. Well, it could have been seven. There you go. And I did it for you. Yeah, I did it for you. Anyhow. Anyway, everybody be kind to one another. Say goodbye, John. Happy Easter. Have a, a great week. And fold your strollers. And we will talk to you real soon. And please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. And we will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.